The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to Matthew. At that time, Jesus was led by the Spirit into the desert to be tempted by the devil. He fasted for 40 days and 40 nights, and afterwards he was hungry. The tempter approached and said to him, If you are the Son of God, command that these stones become loaves of bread. He said in reply, It is written, One does not live on bread alone, but on every word that comes forth from the mouth of God. Then the devil took him to the holy city and made him stand on the parapet of the temple and said to him, If you are the Son of God, throw yourself down, for it is written, He will command his angels concerning you, and with their hands they will support you, lest you dash your foot against the stone. Jesus answered him, Again it is written, You shall not put the Lord your God to the test. Then the devil took him up to a very high mountain and showed him all the kingdoms of the world and their magnificence. And he said to him, All these I shall give to you if you will prostrate yourself and worship me. At this, Jesus said to him, Get away, Satan. It is written, The Lord your God shall you worship, and him alone shall you serve. Then the devil left him, and behold, angels came and ministered to him. The Gospel of the Lord. Spidey senses. Parents are generally good at these spidey senses, detecting when something's just a little off. Maybe it's the car that they've seen circling the block a few times, or maybe it's hearing a hissing sound that lets them know there's a leak somewhere. Or maybe it's their sense of smell. <laughs> Is that a dirty diaper that needs to be changed? Or <laughs> did someone leave the gas stove on? You see, these senses that we have are meant to lead us to pursue the truth of reality, to investigate what is actually causing it. And on this first Sunday of Lent, the church takes us back through the readings to understand the truth of who we are and to remind us to be alert for the truth of what it actually is that we desire. When God created man, Genesis tells us he formed man out of the clay of the ground and blew into his nostrils the breath of life. In other words, when God created us, he breathed his life he breathes his spirit into our hearts so that we could have a participation in his divine life, to think like God, to come to know God, and to live in his image and likeness. But the problem is that the evil one, just as he did in the garden, continues to take that desire for the divine life and distort it. The evil one who trapped Eve with his questions continues to use the same tactics he took that desire for the divine life. He took that desire of Eve and convinced her that she no longer had to accept reality as God had revealed it, but rather that she could determine now what was good and bad herself. In other words, she could become a God herself. You see, not much has changed in the devil's tactics since this first temptation, because as we know, the evil one continues to tempt us in the same way. 
taking fundamental truths of reality, even our core desires, and subtly changing them to get us to fall into sin. And today, through the culture, the evil one attempts to change or nuance the meaning of fundamental truths or frame things in a particular way so as to deceive us and get us to justify our actions. And we even find that the good desires of the human heart are becoming distorted. And so it becomes necessary for us then to not only heighten our knowledge of God, to heighten our awareness of the truth of who God made us to be, but also to protect our desires from the deception of the evil one. And this is precisely why we give things up for Lent. So we can free ourselves up to not only see God or to hear God or to come to know him whom we desire, but also it must be important for us then because by eliminating these distractions, it makes it easier for these spidey senses to be able to protect us from the deception of the evil one. You see, in the garden, these senses were not present for Adam because Adam was given the task to take care of the garden and to shamar to protect it, but instead he said nothing, and as the end of our first reading tells us, he stood right by Eve as she deliberated with the evil one. And if we fail to protect ourselves and our families from the deception of the evil one, we become no different than Adam, who stood by and watched his bride get attacked in the garden. But as Paul points out today, we have hope because Jesus Christ came as the new Adam. Jesus Christ came as revealed in our gospel to stand between the deception of the evil one and us. And Jesus, who was tempted in every way that we were, reveals that to us in our gospel passage from Matthew today. Because everything that he desired, everything that he intended to bring forth, to bring into fruition for us, was offered to him by the evil one with just a little twist. First and foremost, Jesus desired to feed us in the wilderness of our life. And as was shown in the exodus from Egypt, where manna was provided for the people on exile, so too God desired to feed us with his own body. But yet amidst this hunger, the devil tempted Jesus to turn the rocks into bread for himself. But Jesus desired to turn bread into his body and blood for us. Next, the evil one took Jesus to Jerusalem, the holy city, on top of that temple, the place of sacrifice, and said, you don't need to offer yourself in your magnificence in the sacrifice, but rather you can reveal your magnificence to the people by simply throwing yourself off and having the angels save you. But you see, Jesus did not desire to challenge the will of his father. Jesus actually desired to sacrifice himself once and for all, for all of us. And finally, the evil one took him up the mountain to offer him the power of owning the whole world. But Jesus instead chose through sacrificing his body and blood for us on the cross to rather give himself to the whole world, to serve the whole world and to bring us salvation. And so, my brothers and sisters, on this first Sunday of Lent, we are called to not only use our spidey senses to pursue the truth, to investigate what it is that we sense, but we are also called to detect the deception of the evil one who seeks to entrap us by distorting our desires. And so it's no coincidence, then, that Bishop Kimmy has named this Safe Haven Sunday to remind us to be like Jesus, the new Adam, to step in and to protect, 
to protect our houses, our families, from the temptations of the evil one who has twisted even our most fundamental desire, the desire for intimacy, the desire to know and to be known, the desire to love and to be loved. By our Lenten observance, may we awaken our senses to the truth of our lives, to the dignity of our being sons and daughters of God, so that we may spend more time with our Lord in prayer. We may breathe in the divine life and we, by being more attentive to the needs of those we love, our siblings, our children, our spouse, even our neighbor, by using our spidey senses, we will not only see and hear God more clearly, but we will also be able to grow suspicious of the temptations we face and better protect our families and ourselves from the deceptions of the evil one.